And scene. You are locked on Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspic, and on the show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites, Beyond the Box Score, and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. Check us out there. Please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case like I did, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And scene. As I said earlier. You know what that means. Pull the curtains. Blow out the candle. Turn off the lights. Pack it in, boys. Start scheduling that October vacation. The Giants are going home. No, it is not official, but two miserable games in Arizona, and I have zero faith left in the 2023 San Francisco Giants. And that in and of itself, is just a major failure, disappointment, and collapse. I mean, because they had a strong position for so much of the middle of the season. They just needed needed to play okay for, you know, basically from July through now. They just needed to play. They could have just treaded water. They would have been all right. Giants are 5 and 25 in their last 30 road games. That's that just doesn't happen. I mean, this is baseball and this is a this is overall a 500 team. 5 and 25. They're a 500 team with a 5 and 25 uh stretch in their most recent 30 road games. And that is just obviously unacceptable, not good enough. I mean, I, on and on and on and on and on. And these games in Arizona, it wasn't like they were even close. Today they lose seven to one. Uh, they got a, they got a run on the first uh, batter of the game. Lamont Wade Jr. homered. Oh, promising, right? Well, that was it, and that's appropriate. That is the Giants' offense just isn't good. Certainly this year they just haven't been good enough. They've been a below average offense and. If we want to look back to, you know, June 25th, which is right around when it started, I haven't checked in a, in a little while, but I would venture to say they're still bottom three, maybe bottom two in terms of pretty much every offensive category since June 25th, June 20, June, July, August, September. we're talking just about half the season of being like the worst pretty much. And that's unacceptable. We'll talk later about who's to blame and what's to come. 
uh, assuming that this all ends poorly, which is a very safe assumption at this point. Uh, the Giants, I've got Fangraph's playoff odds pulled up here in front of me. Uh, the Giants' odds were at like 5% entering the day. They're now showing at 1.4%, and there are some games ongoing uh, that really will have an effect. The Cubs are playing. I think that specifically the Cubs, if they win, and they're playing the Pirates, and then they play the Rockies. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, because the D-backs are that number two wildcard team. They were when this series started, and then the Giants helped them out by uh, losing both games. And so uh, D-backs are still that number two wildcard team, and the Cubs are the number three wildcard team. So if the Cubs win... Giants elimination number will drop down to seven and they'll be four games back with 10 to play. But it's not just four games back with 10 to play. It's four games back with seven of those games being against the Dodgers, three of those games being against the Padres who have, oh, by the way, won seven straight games all of a sudden. And this is including their first four game win streak of the year was part of this seven game win streak. So they're as hot as they've been all year right now. And the Giants will play them. They'll pro- the Padres may very well have a chance to pass the Giants in the standings, something that they didn't do all year and might at the very end end up doing. Uh, but not just will the Giants be four back if the Cubs win, but they'll be four back with two teams ahead of them. So you've got to pass the Reds, you've got to pass the Marlins, and you've got to pass the Cubs, and you're four back of that third wildcard spot with with 10 to go and it's like as tough of a schedule as you could imagine and so yeah I mean if it's one percent now if the Cubs win it's going to drop below one percent and at that point you're just begging for more than a miracle and crazier things have happened I will just say like until they're officially eliminated they're not officially eliminated but that's the state of it so yes a seven to one totally uninspiring loss uh or yeah uninspiring loss today logan webb went out there gave up nine hits kind of a lot six innings three runs ryan walker got lit up in two-thirds of an inning kind of a shame i mean he's had a good rookie season uh a shame to get torched in what will be one of his last appearances of the year still 10 to go but and then on uh, the in the previous game on Tuesday, started off well again, two runs in the first, but both times Giants pitchers, like I, it's it's Cobb and it's Webb, and and I can't none of this is their fault, but they both gave up runs in the bottom of the first. That's more D backs credit, you know. That team is hot right now. They went through a big period where they were super super cold, but they got hot again. And they're they're in like almost I mean, I don't want to say almost certain, but very, very strong position to make the postseason. Yes, seventy nine point four percent is what Fangraphs says for the D-backs. So good for them. I suppose they they certainly looked like the better team in this series, certainly looked like the more athletic and faster team but you could say compared to any they look like that compared to any team but particularly compared to the Giants so in that game yesterday Alex Cobb gave it what he could but that left hip impingement just 
was causing him causing his performance to suffer and it looked like the pain was just too much and so i give so much credit to cobb for going out there putting his body i don't want to say on the line because they he said that they've he's been assured it, that he wasn't going to like further injure it but just pitching through a lot of pain to try to put the team on his back to to an ex, to the extent that he could and he just couldn't anymore so he went until he just couldn't anymore and that he went on the IL so un, unless the giants make the playoffs which they're almost certain not to that will be the last pitch that he throws of the season so he went two innings five runs and Alex Wood went, came in five innings three runs yeah an 8 to 4 loss so just completely uninspiring and and it just sums up how it's gone the last since june 25th and certainly the last 30 road games unbelievable so what really went wrong here in 2023 for the san francisco giants we will get into it in just a minute and before we do i want you to know that this episode is brought to you by our very very good friends over at sleeper the mlb playoffs are right around the corner which means the clock's ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is right now. In general, not, you know, the Giants notwithstanding, but with studs around the league like Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, and so many more. And you can just check out all the games going on and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win big. What I like about the app is just the simplicity and how you're able to just check out any game, check out any player, and then once you're looking at the player, there's a picture, so if if you're not too familiar with the, you can put a name to the face or whatever, and then you can just scroll through and look at all the different categories that have an over-under. It's just a super easy-to-use app, tons of fun, and I use it myself. Use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, as promised, what went wrong with the 2023 San Francisco Giants? No, they're not eliminated. No, I probably won't do another episode quite like this when they are, because when they are, it'll be just a little whimper, you know? No one will really notice that they were, it'll just be a footnote. Oh, by the way, the Giants were eliminated today. Uh, Again, they weren't eliminated today, but when they are, that's what it'll sound like. Thanks again, though, for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. There's a lot I want to get to. There's this Tom Verducci article. You probably saw it if you're someone who goes on Twitter slash X. talking about how the Giants were the most boring contender ever. Like He rips into the Giants. And so I, I want to break that one down tomorrow uh, and more and just kind of maybe preview what I'd like to see from the, for the, from the rest of the season for the Giants, like playing some young guys, what's going on with Marco Luciano. Kyle Harrison is back in the major leagues with Alex Cobb going on the IL. So a lot to get to tomorrow. So uh, we'll be back to talk about it. The Giants play the Dodgers tomorrow night. They don't have a day off here. Tomorrow night uh, at 710 Pacific, and you can catch every pitch of the Giants' hometown broadcast. 
with SiriusXM on the SXM app search Giants. Going to be Kyle Harrison on the mound, according to SFGiants.com. So that, you know, once the team's like out of it, then stuff like that, uh, you know, it's fun to just watch for the for development's sake. You know, I would watch even if I was a casual fan just to see Kyle Harrison and see what he can do. He struggled so far, but the potential is sky high and he worked on some things and hopefully he has a good outing. But what went wrong in 2023? Well, many things. They didn't hit. They Let me rephrase that. They hit well for the first half of the season. And when I say first half, I'm not talking about pre-All-Star break, post-All-Star break. I'm talking about like 81 games, 81 games. They hit well over their first 81 games. I do not have it pulled up at the moment. Maybe I should have, but I don't. But I promise you, in their, you know, after the 81 game mark, they are going to be near the very, very bottom in every important offensive category. So the hitting just fell apart. And that has to be, somebody has to take the blame for that. You can't just say, oh, you know, it's weird things happen in baseball. No. This is this was an unacceptable offense for th- three months. And if you're a fan, like they are not giving you much reason to tune in when that's how they're playing. And that's how they've played for three months. Their record over that period is not like horrendous, but the hitting, I mean, you might as well just turn off the game when the Giants are at the plate is kind of how it feels. <laughs> You know, like they're just not going to do anything. They're going to strike out in big situations. They're not going to have productive at bats. They're going to take called strike threes right down the middle. Like, man, like offensively, they. And, you know, coming up later, actually, part of this segment is who to blame. And I don't like to to blame people, you know, because, you know, I just don't. But. The, the hitting group is in uh, on the hot seat, I would say, very much so, after this season, given the collapse offensively. So talking about Justin V. Lee and Dustin Lind, Donnie Ecker is gone. I believe those are like the main guys. They've also got somebody else in that hitting group uh, who's Spanish-speaking, and that was important to them. Um, I'm forgetting who that is, but... Uh, it's a three-person hitting group, I suppose, and they should all be on the hot seat for what went wrong offensively. Especially, I mean, my goodness, the the first half, they were solid. And then they just absolutely went into a pit. And we all had to witness it. And the other thing went that went wrong is that they utterly collapsed on the road. The, there was a point deep into the season when the Giants had a road record that was maybe even better than their home record or at the very least about the same as their home record and both being above 500, maybe like a few games above 500, both at home and on the road. There was a point. And then there was a point when they won 10 straight road games. 10 straight, which was like the first time in a million years that they had ever done it. And it was this big hoopla But 
their road record now is 33 and 44. So to go from several games over 500 to 11 games below, I mean, just five and 25 is crazy because I've done this exercise before. Kind of feels like it's lost its luster to me a little bit, but Giants have 76 wins. They're 76 and 76 after going 81 and 81 last year. Unbelievable. Just pure 500 team, right, for two years. And that's in year four and five of this regime. It's just not good enough. It is just not good enough at all. And there should be consequences after the season. Like, I don't just think this is an off season where everything stays the same status quo everybody comes back bring the band back together i think it is time to make some changes and we'll have plenty of time to discuss it as this podcast goes year round and maybe now is not necessarily the time to go into too much detail about what i think because i haven't had time to think it like i said play through the whistle and i still believe it go sweep the dodgers go prove me wrong win four in a row in la basically they have to win out you know, it seems like you got to win. They have 76 wins. I've said it took it would take 84. So even if they go eight and two, there's a shot, I guess, that they could possibly end up tied with somebody. But if they tie with the that's the thing is that they the, the Cubs now are the third wildcard team. They didn't win one against Arizona. So they lose the tiebreaker against Arizona. They lose the tiebreaker against the Cubs. And those are the two teams holding the second and third spot. So I would say now it probably takes 85 wins at least. And that would be nine and one. So, hey, if they go nine and one, they might have a shot. But with seven against the Dodgers, good luck with that. So um, I honestly forget exactly where I was going with that. But we're talking about what are we even talking about? Who's to blame and what went wrong? Oh, 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 the road record five and 25 over their last 30. So, you know, right now, let's just say the D-backs with their 81 wins, 81 and 72. The Giants have played one fewer game than Arizona, it appears. Or, uh, yeah, one fewer game. Uh, and so if the Giants could have simply, simply, that's not usually said with three syllables, but but I did it anyway. If they could have simply gone, uh, had five more road wins over that span. They would have 81 wins and 71 losses. And the D-backs have 81 wins and 72 losses. So the Giants would be the number two wildcard team a half game ahead of Arizona. So it would be tight still, but that's where they'd be. And so five more wins, that would make them 10 and 20. If they had just gone 10 and 20 in their last 30 road games, they would be the number two wildcard team. 10 and 20 is horrific. Five and 25 is just unbelievable. Unbelievably horrific. And so I don't know exactly where to place the blame here for that, for something like that. You know, usually stuff like that falls on the manager. Like usually the manager takes the heat for, for that, whether it's fair or not. And so, you know, coming up in just a minute, I want to, I want to get into what happens next. 
maybe big picture, when I start saying things like that kind of thing falls on the manager, what is the status of Gabe, Gabe Kapler? What is the status of Farhan Zaidi after what appears to be just another ultra disappointing year, especially because another year has gone by? They have had time to remake this organization into a winner, and they have not. You're looking at probably, I mean, if you're if you're doing on paper stuff, like playing the Dodgers seven times, you're looking at probably a below 500 finish. Again, not saying they did it last year. They barely were 500, 81 and 81, but you're likely to be below 500 this year as they were in 2020 and 2019 and 2018 and 2017. So there's just too much of that and too much missing the playoffs, especially in the with expanded playoffs, and they still can't make it. It's unacceptable. So coming up in just a minute, we will get into who, uh, what's, what's next for this organization after what appears to be a season-ending sweep in Arizona. So we'll get into it in just a minute. And before we do, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Jace. Modern medical care and treatment are super important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, as we well to know, as we too well know, natural disasters also, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment that you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Fill out their online form and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions at any time. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case, which I just got for myself. Save more than $360. I'm waiting in the mail for it. By getting these life-saving antibiotics, which are useful for like international travel, for example, with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. Uh, dot com. That's J-A-S-E medical dot com. All right, as promised, what's to come? What next? This is not where they want it to be. The fans are feeling it. I'm feeling it. The players are definitely feeling it. The coaches are feeling it. The front office better be feeling it. And ownership better be feeling it as well. But we wouldn't know because they're not too open and honest about the state of themselves. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, I want to go over the Tom Verducci article. I think that he makes some compelling points. He basically calls the Giants. He says, like, if this is the future of baseball, I want no part of it. And he calls them the most boring contender. But I think part of the point he misses is that they're not really contenders. And so <laughs> if they if they were there'd be one thing to say that like during their 107 win season which people did but during a season in which they're likely to be below 500 yeah we'll 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 discuss it tomorrow Giants play the Dodgers tomorrow last trip to LA that'll be fun uh 
four games there. Never easy. Uh, they play them at what time? 710 Pacific. And you can catch every pitch of the Giants' hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app Search Giants. I mean, I would watch just to see Kyle Harrison. And we'll give you, we'll, we'll break it down. Kyle Harrison. I hope they, now's the time. I want to see Marco Luciano. I don't know exactly what his status is. I'll check after recording, but Brandon Crawford left today's game with hamstring tightness. That might be the last Brandon Crawford may have played his last game as a giant today. So it's kind of a wild time. Alex Cobb, they've got a club option on him, but I think they pick it up, but it's not a certainty. So he could have played his last game as a giant. He's getting older and the, the injuries start to concern you, but it's a pretty pretty cheap $10 million club option. And given how good he can be, I think that's a pretty easy call unless he needs like hip surgery that has some huge recovery timeline. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But yeah, Crawford, had, Crawford exited the game with an injury. Uh, also tomorrow, by the way, Brian Bannister, the Giants director of pitching, left the organization and joined the White Sox. So a lot to get into tomorrow. But what's next? I mean, first of all, they lost their director of pitching. So there's an example of what's next. They uh, maybe there's I, I really think that if like the most likely thing is that we're looking at coaching staff changes and it starts with Bannister. I mean, they they've they're they're missing a coach that was really important. I mean, the director of pitching, he was like the Donnie Ecker of the pitching staff. You know, he was the leader of it just like Ecker was on the hitting side. And so they'll have to replace him, I assume. They don't have to, I guess, but they will probably. And then, like I said, the hitting coaches are probably very much on the hot seat. And is Gabe Kapler on the hot seat? He, you know, there was there were rumblings from very reputable sources, multiple sources, like, not just hidden sources, Susan Slusser, Tim Kawakami, and Bruce Jenkins, like all kind of said that they had it on some kind of authority that there was real dissatisfaction from ownership with the job that, you know, Farhan Zaidi and or Gabe Kapler, but particularly Kapler was doing. And so then Greg Johnson, though, the Giants chairman, I don't know his exact title, but he represents the owners uh, and he came out and said Farhan Zaidi and Gabe Kapler will be back in 2024. So he seemed to like put the put that to rest. But you know, I kind of view it as they can always go back on that. That's not set in stone, and that maybe just saying that was like in hopes of not having that be like a distraction if Kapler is seeing that stuff, which of course he does probably see that kind of stuff. So I think. Kapler potentially enters the offseason on the hot seat. Like, I think that somebody takes the fall for this, or I think that at least it's possible. Do I think it will be Farhan Zaidi? No. Could it possibly be? Yes. I know that a lot of people out there, this is a very polarizing subject, but I mean, like what I'm saying is, in my opinion, this is just frankly, like simply no excuses 
an unacceptable result for this team this year. It's not over yet. They could go nine and one or whatever. Like, <clears throat> so part of that is I'll wait till it's all said and done and what we see and when we see what their record is and blah, blah, blah. But as, as it stands right now, the overwhelming likelihood is that they're headed towards another year of missing the playoffs when they're, they're saying Farhan Zaidi said after last season that we feel we should be at a point where we're making the playoffs each and every year. Well, oh for two, like since you've started saying that. I get it. 107 win season counts, obviously, but you know, year four and five of his watch, like this entire roster is of his making. And it's not very entertaining. They had their moments. But it's just not good enough. It's not at all. If you had asked me at the beginning, what did I think year five of the Farhan Zaidi regime would look like? First of all, I wouldn't have had Gabe Kapler. I wouldn't have thought Gabe Kapler would be the choice to be manager. Second of all, I would have said, I think that they're a juggernaut by then. And this team is anything but a juggernaut. They're just like the definition of mediocre. Yes, they've got some young players, but none of them have really fully broken out and been impact players. They lack true impact players. Logan Webb is pretty darn good. Camilo Duvall is pretty darn good. On the position player side, though, I mean, you've got a solid player in Tyro Estrada. Wade and Davis provide their value. Yaz provides his value. Part of what went wrong, I meant to say, is uh, Conforto and Hanniger. I should say that the other way around. Hanniger and Conforto. I said at the beginning of the year, one of them at least needs to have a big season for the Giants to make the playoffs. And then I said both of them need to have big seasons for the Giants to like win 90 plus games and really have a great year. And it seems a little bit like that's kind of exactly how it played out. Neither of them had a good year. The offense tanked and they're not going to make the playoffs. Very, They're very, very unlikely to make the playoffs. And so, and those were Farhan Zaidi offseason signings. So that has to fall on him, you know? The players he chose didn't perform, and that goes for the pitchers as well. Sean Manaya and Ross Stripling. I mean, Manaya, I'm intrigued by, and I actually wouldn't be surprised if he opted out because of some of the peripheral kind of underlying numbers that he's put up since going to the bullpen and even in recent starts now that he's been given a shot. But Stripling, just what a disastrous season he's had. So what's next? I'm not sure entirely, but I think the status quo is not it. So anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. The Verducci article, Bannister leaving, Kyle Harrison preview. I guess we won't talk about Harrison until the, the next day, but a lot to get into. Thanks again uh, for listening. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out a lot. So thanks in advance and thanks to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.